Have you ever wanted to start a business but feel stuck and don't know how to start? I want to get you from idea to income in less than 90 days so you can change lives and make an impact while earning money. My name is Barbie Jo and welcome to Passion to Profit. Hello everyone, Barbie Jo here and welcome to another episode. Today, I have Lindsay Maloney with us and she is a self-made business and success coach who specializes in teaching women how to start and scale their dream coaching businesses with simplicity and confidence. I love that. She believes that you should always choose to use your intuition to guide you as you grow your business. And she has step-by-step teachings and creative guidance. You'll feel inspired to take her tips into action. Push your business forward and work with the dream clients that you've always wanted. So Lindsay works with women who want to get unstuck and structure their brilliance into a coaching business that's sustainable and financially exhilarating. She's also the creator of Standout Coaching Academy, and is the host of Book Your Dream Clients podcast. Awesome. Welcome to the show, Lindsay. Thank you for having me. So happy to have you here. This is now um, something that I am currently pivoting into. I have been an in-home organizer for many years, and now I am starting to pivot into what you do. So I'm so excited to have this conversation because now I'm helping the aspiring organizer build their business and get going. Because I feel like as an entrepreneur, there was nobody to help me in my Mm -hmm. industry. And so I'm so happy that there are people out there that are providing this service. So let's dive in. Tell us us about you and your backstory. Yes. So yeah, I think it's great to start a business based off of something you've already done. I just want to say that and it's and it's okay to do that and you will be amazingly successful. People need you. Um, and I always say, be the coach that you wish you had when you started. I'm Lindsay Maloney. I am in North Dakota. I am a business coach, but I'm also a mother of three. We homeschool. Um, we. I just told Barbie Joe at the beginning of this interview, I said, it's a good thing you can't see the bottom half of me because it's covered in flour. I love making bread and making dough and I could just spend all day doing that. When I'm not doing that, I'm working with my clients and my students in my programs and membership. And I've been doing this for about 10 years. I started as a health coach and I really enjoyed it. Took a break to have second baby, came back and I fell in love with the business side of it. And I immersed myself in all of the information. I learned everything I could. We we love learning about how to grow businesses more than anybody does. So then I took that and I created a business coaching um, packages and started bringing in clients and programs. And since then, it's been absolutely amazing. I still work a nine to five. And I balance my nine to five with working with my clients and homeschooling my kids. And I love to show other women how they can do it too. Wow. You're amazing. You are amazing. (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) That's a lot. That's a lot. And you're still smiling and laughing. So that says a lot about you. (laughs) (laughs) That I'm delirious. (laughs) (laughs) And baking bread on top of that. (laughs) So cool. All right. So then how, tell us how are you balancing your time with your business, your career, your family, all the things? Yes, I get asked that every single time I introduce myself. Um, and sometimes I always have I always have this response. 
I don't know how I do it sometimes either. And so every night before I go to bed, I say, um, can you please give me the same energy I had today to do tomorrow? Because it's it's a lot when you think about what you do every day, just as a mother in general, all the hats we have to wear, all the different roles we have to play. There's so many. And um, sometimes you wonder, how did I do this? I don't even know. What was it like when I just had one kid or no kids? How, did, how, how was I ever tired? Why did I even need sleep, right? Uh, so the biggest thing for me was I've been working from home for about 17 years. And so my kids have never known the difference. I've always kept them at home with me. I've never done daycare, nothing like that. So I've been, you know, holding newborn babies and typing and since for every single one of them. But I've always learned that sticking to a schedule, having a routine is going to be absolutely crucial for me to be able to do what I do, for my kids to be happy, for anyone to feel stable in my family. I don't know about yours, but we crave normality and routine. We're very big on that. So I knew the first night that I brought my first home that we're going to do this, but we're not going to wing it. We're going to make it a routine. And uh, from that first day, and now he's 12, uh, it, it works really well with work, with business, everything, setting hours. That's been huge. That's one of the first things I talk to my clients about is set your own hours for your business. So many times coaches will sit and work on their business, carry their laptop with them all around the house. I remember used to do that too. And once the kids go to bed, go back to work. That's not healthy or sustainable. And then I realized, okay, the reason why uh, female coaches in particular are doing that and burning out is because they're listening to the hustle mentality that's out there. And they think they need to push us as hard as maybe a gentleman who's growing his business on his own. There's a lot of that. What do they say? The bro marketing out there doesn't apply to us and we have to be okay with that. So I embraced my own strategy and I stopped stressing about how fast I'm going to grow, um, how successful I'll be and when. I just let it go and it, it blossoms once you start doing that. Amazing. I love that you brought that in because there are a lot of expectations out there. And we don't have to rise to somebody else's expectations, right? We just need to maintain what works for us within our own home and family. So I'm glad you touched on that. Okay, now yeah. let's talk about the hustle mentality. <laughs> it's not my favorite thing. And I, when I see people holding their coffee cups with the word hustle on it, I'm like, oh... Yeah, that's great, but it's not it's not sustainable. I always say it's not sustainable, especially for mothers who are running a business on top of all of the other things. If we don't fill our cup at the end of the day and at the beginning of the day, we're in trouble, right? And yes, sometimes things throw us through, through a loop, like a kid gets sick at night or whatever it is, and you have to rearrange your day. But typically, we have a, a basic, basic structured day And if we go full throttle through the whole day with our business, where's the energy going when it comes to your family? Where's the energy going when it comes to maybe you have a part-time job or a full-time job? So I think the hustle mentality is attractive, except when you actually are doing it and you're like, this is not, this isn't working. My eyes are bleeding and I haven't taken my hair out of my bun in days and I'm on my, I don't even know how many cups of coffee I've had. And I feel like I haven't made any progress. That's the thing. The the harder you hustle probably will mean that the less progress you're going to have because you start to just, it starts to like come in and cave in and on your, on your brain. Like, uh, 
you know what they say, if you give yourself eight hours a day to do something or one hour, you're going to take eight hours or one hour, whatever you give yourself. So it comes back to what I said before, structure your time, set your hours, and you're going to be so surprised how much you're going to get done. And it's not going to require you hustling all day. I love that. That is so good. Okay. So why then do you think introverts make great coaches? Because a lot of people use that as a crutch for not getting started and for not building a business or taking that that leap of faith that they can do it because they're an introvert. Mm -hmm. Well, the thing is, is we're sitting online looking at all the extroverts, right? That especially now with the reels and everyone's dancing and pointing and lip syncing and doing all that. And all the introverts are thinking, skip, 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 too loud, too much for me. I can't handle that. Like my phone's always on mute because I just can't handle all that noise. But uh, years ago, um, my, my teachers, if they see me on Facebook, they probably think that I've gone through some massive transformation, which I kind of have entrepreneurship is the biggest personal development journey you've ever been on. But when I was in school, I wouldn't stand up in front of my class. I had 13 people in my class. I knew them all my life, but I would not stand up in front of them and tell, say a speech or do a demonstration without having my best friend standing beside me. I couldn't do it. Neither could she. So we're a great pair, but I couldn't do it. And now I'm sitting here talking all of the time to people from all over the world And I'm confident in doing what I'm doing because I found out what an introvert was. I remember reading the article and I remember thinking, oh, I am not weird. I am not unsocial. I am not shy. I was always given such a hard time for not going out and about and not being social enough from my extroverted dad. And I just never was that kind of person. I was always pegged as shy. I always was the person, still am, who would rather sit in the back of the room and observe everybody rather than getting involved. And don't get me started how an introvert feels about breaking out into groups and icebreaker things that (laughs) add group things, right? We We can't even handle that. So when I found out that this was actually a thing and it wasn't something that was wrong with me, I embraced it 100%. And then I realized, okay, I've been working from home for many years since I was 21 years old. And I love working from home because I'm not around a bunch of people, not around the office politics or anything like that. That must mean that I'm very comfortable being here by myself, right? I was was by myself for a few years. So then I thought, well, entrepreneurs, coaches who are introverts should embrace this because you're surrounded by your comfort zone. You're surrounded by the sounds, the smells, everything that makes you feel good, right? Um, Whether you have to run your business from your dining room table or in your bedroom, or maybe you have your own office, it's still your space, right? All the everything is yours. There's no surprises, right? So I realized that if we take the positive aspects of anything, anything that you're using as a crutch to do something you really want to do, look at the positive side and see, yeah, but how can I make it work for me? Yeah, but how can I do this instead? How can I make this better for me? And how can I use this to help others? So once you embrace who you are, that's going to make you an amazing coach because you're going to attract the people who feed off of that. And the ripple effect continues. Yes. Now that the world has totally pivoted into this world of Zoom, I feel like it's the best time for an introvert to jump into starting their own business. 
Okay. So what are your tips? Let's say we've overcome this obstacle of being an introvert and not not being able to balance things. We've overcome that. So now what's the best way? Say we've we've got our idea, we're ready to to start serving the world. What is your best tip for starting to book clients ASAP? Okay. So remove the ASAP from from your mind. And let's I'm picturing a mason jar. And I need you to unscrew the the top and just like let it breathe. Because if you keep the pressure on your business, it's going to be very difficult for you to let it grow. The thing is, is there is no straight path to getting clients, right? There's so many ways you can get them. And there's going to be a few, there are many that are going to work really well for you. But the important thing is to, to start is number one, trust the process, release the pressure. Okay. However you can do that, do it. Um, then nail down who you, who you are supposed to help. Who do you feel you're supposed to help? How should you help them? And what are you going, what pain points are you going to relieve? Right. That's one of the first things that I go over with clients, whether they're established coaches or they're just beginning and they have an idea in their head. We need to nail down that, that I help statement. We can get, usually we, I always try to break my record. We can get them done between 15 and 30 minutes. And then this sets up the whole trajectory of your business. The, the content that you're going to create, the, the social media messages that you're going to be putting out there on your posts and all of that, um, your blog, your podcast, your video, how are you going to be speaking to people? And does this align with your going back to your I help statement, your vision for your business? Uh, mine is I help coaches set up their set up their business and book their dream clients so they don't have to feel like this is an expensive hobby. And I knew that my business felt like an expensive hobby when I first started because I thought, pay for my my website, my email service provider, and a bunch of stock photos, and I am not making any money and I'm constantly in the red. When is this going to happen? I just want a client, right? And that's what they want. So I know that's what they want because I went through it. So if your business message, your I help statement does not match with your journey, come back to it. Get some help. I have actually I have a podcast that, that I walk everyone through doing this and they can Voxer their I help statement to me and I'll, I'll help kind of sparkle it up a little bit. I've done hundreds of them. It's one of my favorite things to do. So um, if you want that link, you can let me know or send me a DM on Instagram. I'd be happy to share that because it is very helpful and it's so very important. You do not want to miss this. Okay, that is so great. And I think it's a vital first step before you start building your business around who you think might want it, I think you need to figure out who do you want to serve? Mm-hmm. Who do you want to help? Okay, that was great advice. Okay, so give us a little rundown. What does a typical day look like for you as a business owner? Well, I get up pretty early. I get up at a quarter to five and I take care of myself first. I, I don't fill my cup just at the end of the day. I need, to, I need, I need two refills. I need one in the, in the morning and one at night. So that means I'm going to make some time for myself. I'm going to get a workout in and feel like my, my body and my brain is primed for all the things that I need to be doing for the rest of the day. I go to work, I check in with my clients, I check in with my students when I have time in the morning and probably in the afternoon and evening as well, because I have clients from all over the world. When I'm going to bed, they're getting up usually. Um, Then I finish my nine to five work day or in the early afternoon, and then we start homeschooling. So then 
the the girls are always anxious to start homeschooling and my oldest son he, he's he's a little reluctant to start but some sometimes it's really easy to get him to come in um then we'll get our work done for the day and then we'll start making dinner dad will come home all of that um sometimes on thursday nights i usually go back on a client call cuz again we have to work around those those time zones and then my day is wrapped usually by 9 p.m. So Thursdays are the longest days that I have. Um, but then, you know what? On Saturday mornings, we get right back at, back at it with client calls and I give myself Fridays off. So I have a pretty structured week. That's great. I think that's key too. If you want to make this work and balance all the plates of being a mompreneur, I think you have to have structure. Absolutely. Um, yeah. Otherwise you will burn out very quickly. All right. So I know a lot of moms are like, yeah, but I have a lot of kids at home or I have young kids at home. How am I supposed to build a business? How am I supposed to have take on clients and coach them while I have you know cartoons in the background mm-hmm. and kids coming in and out? So how do you keep your kids entertained while you work and run your business? Great question. I have done many things to keep them entertained through the ages. Right now, my kids are four, seven, and 12. We just had a birthday. So that's why I'm like trying to remember how old my kids are. So four, seven, and 12. I created my business on nap times. That's the only time that I could work on my business with full focus was when I laid a baby down, right? Um, so I knew that when I started doing this, I thought I don't want a business that's going to need Lindsay eight hours a day. So I'm kind of glad I'm, I'm, um, building it very lean, uh, two hours of focused work, because that's kind of what I would love in the future when I have a little bit more time when my kids are older. So it doesn't mean that the longer, the older your kids are going to get, the easier it's going to get. You're just going to have really random days. For example, today, before I came in to talk with you, my my oldest is outside and my girls are downstairs playing in their room. When they were really little, it was nap times um, and giving them something fun to play with, something safe. Like here's, here's, okay, have secret boxes of random things that they can play with only when you go on call. So it's like a new present, like new Play-Doh or new clay, something safe, but just give give them those special little treats when mom has a meeting and your schedules are just going to change. So sit down and think about your calendar and your schedule. Is it working with your kids and the times that they are awake and out and up and about? Um, So for me, I'll do a lot of my podcast interviews on Saturday mornings because usually everyone's still sleeping. And as time goes, you will be able to adjust your hours and know that that's okay. I think we always think that once we set our hours, that's it. Go, You can go back several times a year and change them up. No problem. That's great. And as moms, we are flexible, right? We have to be flexible. We have to be able to pivot on a dime because kids like to throw curveballs at us, right? Yes, they do. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, now let's move into the coaching aspect of your business. Well, let's talk about some of the favorite things you like to help coaches do. I love helping them set up their business. When I think about the clients that I'm working with now, the the vast majority of them come in because they have a great idea and they're really in need of help of getting it moving and actually doing the right things. They don't want to waste time on listening to yet one more podcast downloading one more freebie because they're 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 filled up with all the freebies right 
And I love to declutter their brain, declutter their their desktop. I said, dust your desktop off. Let's let's get started in a way that's actually going to work for you. Um, so that's my favorite: setting up the business, getting the content generating, building their list, planning their first launch, getting booked out with clients. That is my favorite thing to do. I could do it all day. That's awesome. So I think there are a lot of business coaches out there, but they all have their specific niche that they help you with. And as a new entrepreneur, it's hard to know what you need first. Mm -hmm. So that's great that you're starting out with the basic building blocks of a business. That's awesome. Okay. What are some big common mistakes you see coaches make? Um, getting sucked into all the the hype with social media and trying everything under the sun. And maybe it's just me being a stubborn redhead Taurus. I will not change unless I feel like it is for the best of my business, right? So if there's a new shiny strategy out there and you're attracted to every sparkly thing in front of you, that's a huge red flag and is a recipe for burnout, 100% guaranteed because you're not giving full focus to anything that could sustain you. Any strategy will work if you give it consistent effort, right? But when we have all of these strategies laid out in front of us, picture 20 different empty glasses and you're just giving one little drop in each one because that's all you have. Well, nothing's really ever going to pan out. You're going to think you're a total failure because nothing worked. But what if you cleared the table off and cleared those glasses off and you just had one and you said, okay, I'm going to perfect this. I know that this webinar that I could do live and I could repurpose it into evergreen. And then I could ask people who are watching it to apply to work with me. What if I just really focused on that strategy for a while? And you're going to feel this huge sigh of relief because you're not distracted with everything else. Just focus on one thing make it work. Please make it work first and perfect it and then let it go and then try something else. But I think we're always just trying all these different things and we're never letting it work, much less perfected. And um, that's that's a danger zone. And that's the coach who's going to be around for one to three years until she burns out and she doesn't want to do it anymore. But what about the coach who's been there for three, five, 10 years? What has she done? It's not everything under the sun, that's for sure. And I think that we need to realize that Yes, we can try all these things, but you don't have to. I always tell my coaches, how does it feel for you? Like they'll mention to me, should I do this? I saw this on Instagram. Um, what about the strategy? What did you, does it, will it work? And I say, well, how do you feel about it? It's kind of a joke. Everyone always says, Lindsay's just going to say, how do you feel about it? Because it's true. If you don't feel excited about doing something, then don't do it. There's your answer. Right. Oh, that's so good. And you just described me. Because when I got started and I built my business, I had the shiny object syndrome and I thought, oh, I need this course and I need this program and I need to hire this coach. And I just bounced from one thing to the next, the next, Mm -hmm. the next. And in fact, I caught myself doing it again recently. And I had to step back and and say, you know what? I already have all the resources I need. Mm -hmm. What is working? Let's step back and just see what is working and let's just focus in on that. Exactly. Why why try to complicate your life? Let's simplify. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I love that. Okay, tell us how did you get started? 
I got started because I just wanted something else to do. Every When I laid Maddox down for a nap in the afternoon and I'm thinking, now what do I do? My house is clean and I'm done with work. I don't know what to do with myself. And I'm a, I'm a busy body. I just am. I'm not the type of person to sit down and watch TV or I just, that's not me. And I just decided to start taking care of myself better. After I had my first, I lost 90 pounds. And then I started to get all these Facebook messages from people who knew me and asked me how I did it. And so I kept sharing the same thing over and over again. And then I uh, found out that there's a way that you can help people online. So that's, I took all these health courses and I got certified in lots of things. And I just, I just kept going. I just trusted. I had no idea where God was going to take me. And, but I was, I was totally in for the ride and I still am. I have no idea how anything will end up, nor does anyone else. Um, So I can either enjoy the ride or I don't have to, but I choose to enjoy it. And I think that's been part of the key to my success that I've had because I don't package it up with a lot of stress and overwhelm. I just allow things to grow at its own pace. Oh, words of wisdom right there. Thank you for saying that (laughs) because so often we put so much pressure on ourselves. Like we have to have it done by this date or this time. And we need to start seeing success by the end of this month. And it puts a lot of pressure on us. But to just Mm -hmm. ride with it, let it flow naturally. I love that. Instead of forcing things to happen. That is so great. That is so great. Okay, please tell us how... How can one find you and how could they work with you if they're interested in this coaching world? Yes, I have applications open to work with me. Um, you can go to lindsaymaloney.com, click on work with me, and then you can see if um, you we would be a good fit. Fill out the application, get back to you real soon. Um, if you are interested in starting on a smaller scale, we have other options available at lindsaymaloney.com. And then simply also just go to Instagram and find me, lindsay underscore Maloney. And that's where I like to spend most of my time. Awesome. Well, we will have all of this in the show notes so people can find you. Thank you so much for being with us today. Yes, absolutely. Thank you for having me. Thank you for listening to the Passion to Profit podcast. If you loved it, please let us know so we can create more content that will be useful to you. We would also like to invite you to our free masterclass on attracting high paying clients. Just visit barbiejoe.com to register for our next free masterclass so you can start filling your calendar with high paying clients and step into a full-time business and not just a hobby. We want to show you how to make more money in less time.